This is Bigger Pockets Daily, where you learn how to invest in real estate 365 days a year. I'm your host, Tyler. The following article comes from the blog at biggerpockets.com, but you can't read the blog when you're commuting to work or getting your Airbnb ready for your next guest. Okay, almost time for the show. We'll get right into it after this quick break. This show is sponsored by Airbnb. Did you know that a long time ago, before I ever started my real estate business, I turned one of my first primary residences into an Airbnb? And that's the extra income that I needed from Airbnb that gave me the confidence to go out and work for myself and eventually quit my nine to five job. And now I have dozens of Airbnbs all over the country. I've even partnered up with the old David Green on a recent property in Scottsdale to take our portfolio to the next level. And of course, we host it on Airbnb. But you don't need to be a full-time real estate investor to start on Airbnb. As a matter of fact, I was self-managing 10 properties while working my 9-to-5 job, so I know anybody can do it. Think about it this way. You're looking for extra income and going on a vacation. Wouldn't it be great to rent out your space and let your property pay for itself while you're gone? I did this one time. I pitched my wife and my roommate because we were house hacking on the idea of renting out our home, and it paid for all of our expenses on a trip to Mexico City. So go and give it a try. It might just change your life just like it did mine. And I really do mean that. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Managing your finances used to be a pain. It was either useless apps or overcomplicated spreadsheets. But now with Monarch Money, managing your money is easier than ever. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, track progress toward financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. Unlike other personal finance apps, Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it easy to set up, customize, and use. You can even collaborate with your partner, family, or financial advisor at no extra cost to get a joint view of all your finances. Customize your dashboard, notifications, and budgets with the tap. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, listeners of this show right here will get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com bigger. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash bigger for your extended 30-day free trial. You're trying to close on your next rental, so why is your insurance company dragging its feet? With long lead times and never-ending paper forms, it's no wonder it takes forever to finally get a policy. Modern investors deserve better. They deserve Steadily.com. At Steadily.com, you'll get fast, affordable landlord insurance available online 24-7 in just a few clicks. You can even get next-day coverage, which takes just minutes, by the way, to obtain. And you can do it all from your phone. Steadily was founded by landlords who created insurance products tailored to the unique needs of this industry. It's their sole focus, and that's why landlords nationwide consistently rate them 4.8 out of 5 stars. So whether you've got a single-family, short-term, or multifamily portfolio, Steadily.com can secure the best coverage at the best price to protect your properties. Discover how Steadily can save you both time and money on your rental property insurance. Visit Steadily.com for a commitment-free quote tailored to your needs today. Short-term rental insurance, how the industry turned upside down and self-education became even more important by Darren Pettyjohn. The internet altered the world, and for the most part, it was a good thing. Most products and services got better, but not insurance. 
it kind of got lost a bit. Before the internet, the insurance sector centered around an agent-driven business model in which insurance companies manufactured products and insurance agents sold them to consumers. Home, vehicle, life, and business insurance. Insurance carriers learned that with the internet, they could sell straight to the consumer through the click of a button, eliminating the local agent's need for a sales commission, despite the progressive commercials. Because of this shift, most insurance agents nowadays lack the knowledge and in-depth understanding of the coverage they provide in the complex 100-page contracts they sell. This results in the slow, agonizing demise of the professional insurance salesperson. Although there are still thousands of traditional insurance agents in the United States, and many carriers still use the original concept, the modern-day insurance product for the consumer is generally poor. This is because the insurance industry shifted from a coverage-focused market to a price-based model. Mm -hmm. That's why standard insurance advertisements all say the same thing. Switch and save. No one has seen an advertisement from this industry that says, upgrade for better coverage. Nobody really cares about coverage anymore. It's all about price, price, price. You should never build your insurance plan on price, especially for a short-term rental investment property which will be the main subject of today's podcast, but the principles do apply to most properties because you are compromising your coverage on a property that is highly at risk of something going wrong. By the way, by reading and subscribing to Bigger Pockets, we all understand that self-education best serves the modern investor. So let's go ahead and begin the journey of self-education on insurance for short-term rentals. After all, it's your investment. And along with that, your responsibility to protect it. Immediately verify your short-term rental insurance. So just start by knowing what kind of policy you currently have for your short-term rental. There are only three insurance contract options to choose from when insuring a short-term rental investment property. Homeowner's insurance or HO contract, dwelling and landlord DP contract, and then commercial, which is CPCL contract. The next thing you have to know in verifying your insurance is to outline what needs to be covered or what needs to be protected. Options include these, the structure and contents inside of it. This is the physical asset and everything you or your guests can touch and feel. This includes the building structure, walls, furniture, electronics, all of it. The revenue or income the asset generates. A short-term rental typically generates a much higher revenue stream for the modern investor than a long-term rental. The liability the asset brings with it. This includes the increased risk of bodily injury claims, like slips and falls, due to the high traffic nature of short-term rental properties. Homeowner's policy with a Home Sharing Host Activities Endorsement, or HO. Okay, so here's a common scenario. You seek insurance for your investment property that you want to list on Airbnb or Verbo. The agent provides you with a homeowner's policy, HO, with an endorsement for Airbnb, also known legally as the Home Sharing Host Mandatory Activities Endorsement. So imagine this. Years later, a fire occurs at the rental property. However, the insurance carrier denies the claim because you weren't residing there at the time of the fire, a requirement in homeowners insurance policies under the definition of residence premises, aka the place you live and get your mail. Legal cases like American Risk Insurance Company, Inc. versus Veronica Serpakova highlight similar disputes. 
Serpikova's claim was rejected as her homeowner's policy only covered her primary residence. Despite winning initially in the trial court, the appeals court overturned the decision. Ugh. She received no claims payment because the insurance contract she signed was pretty clear. This case emphasizes the importance of understanding your insurance coverage's limitations, for sure. Plainly stated, if you own an investment property, one you do not live at, and you have it insured under a homeowner's policy, you have no insurance coverage. The insurance agent sold you the wrong policy, and you purchased it. It's the insured's responsibility to read and understand the contract. Why was I offered a homeowner's policy if it does not cover my investment property? It is likely a lack of training agents from large domestic insurance companies that are too big to fail. Large domestic insurance companies don't really care about you in the slightest. And insurance agents need more training. If you need proof, you can check out the Trust Pilot review scores of State Farm or Allstate. Mm-hmm. You've been warned. It's really bad. So what is the intent of the Home Sharing Host Activities a mandatory endorsement, anyway? A Home Sharing Host Activities a mandatory endorsement, oh, it's so fun to say, is meant for a primary home where you live and receive your mail while being a host or occasionally short-term renting. Hundreds of thousands of primary homeowners rent a guest house, a bedroom, or even a tiny home in their backyard on Airbnb or Verbo. A homeowner's policy with a home-sharing rider or endorsement is perfectly acceptable and the intent of the form. However, if this is the policy you have and the scenario in which you are using it, be aware that it's very inexpensive and therefore provides minimal coverage. In that case, a commercial hybrid policy would be more suitable for someone regularly renting a primary residence as a short-term rental. Dwelling Landlord Insurance Contract Short-term rentals have high turnover, with each guest or rental group being entirely different. You willingly hand over the keys to your property and all its belongings to a different group of strangers each week rather than having one tenant for 12 months. Structure and Contents so dwelling in landlord insurance provides no coverage if a group decides to let loose and party all week in your short-term rental and never has. The damage is considered intentional or malicious because you entrusted your property to this group of tenants and guests. Where most insurance agents get confused and can often mislead an investor is the term vandalism. Most comprehensive dwelling and landlord insurance contracts cover vandalism such as a passers-by throwing rocks at your windows or spray-painting your siding. This differs from the tenants that you've invited inside your home by giving them the keys. The average insurance agent sees that vandalism is named as the declarations page as coverage but fails to finish reading the length of the contract, which I will do, and which clearly states they do not ensure any loss by intentional acts of any tenant. Check it out. This is real quick. I'm just going to read this straight from the contract. But we do not ensure, A, any loss to personal property or materials and supplies for use in construction arising out of its theft or unlawful taking from your premises, and B, any loss caused by resulting from contributed to or aggravated by intentional acts of any tenant or any rumors and borders of your premises. And there you have it. Revenue or income the asset generates. 
Dwelling and landlord insurance contracts provide loss of rents, calculated on fair rental value, typically capped at 12 months. This is problematic for short-term rentals, as you can see, as rental income is typically much higher than a long-term or even mid-term property. At the time of the loss, the carrier will aggregate all surrounding rental properties and determine what's average or fair based on your property characteristics, such as square footage and bedrooms. With a short-term rental, the coverage you want is lost business income with actual loss sustained valuation and no time limit. This means you get reimbursed for what you actually earn, not what your surrounding neighbors average. For example, in the event of a total loss, such as a fire, it will typically be 18 to 24 months before your investment property will be fully operational after a rebuild. So more than 12 months of protection is needed. Having no time limit is critical. Liability of short-term rental. All right, so short-term rentals are attractive to investors, just primarily for the nightly rental rates. But with a higher volume of guests comes with much higher liability. You are competing with lodging giants like Hilton and Marriott for travel lodging dollars, which means you are held to the same standard of care, which includes a legal obligation to deliver safe premises to your guests. So, this all falls under common law, and more specifically, hospitality law. Dwelling and landlord insurance contracts carry premise liability, which was never intended to cover the scope of a short-term rental business, if a guest were to get injured off the premises and claim the short-term rental owner liable, there's no protection with a dwelling landlord's premise liability. An easy example of amenities off-premises is if your property offers guests bicycles, canoes, kayaks, etc. Commercial contract, or CPCL. A short-term rental owner should not only carry a commercial property CP contract, but also a commercial liability or CL contract as well, which extends off the premises and provides bodily injury protection for the business operation. So the key in looking at commercial liability is reviewing exclusions, as most insurance carriers limit coverage. Common liability exclusions to look out for and avoid when running a short-term rental business, if possible, are as follows. Animal or pet or vicious dog breeds, communicable disease, liquor liability, invasion of privacy, punitive damages, amenities off-premises, assault and battery, nesting or infestation, yuck, personal and advertising injury. Next steps in your short-term rental insurance journey. Okay, so verify your insurance by calling an agent you trust and asking the tough contract questions based on the scenarios we talked about here. Remember that while an insurance agent can help you understand the contract, to their best knowledge of the policy, it's ultimately your responsibility as the property owner to understand the contract you signed. If you find that you are carrying a dwelling landlord contract and are comfortable with the limitations of premises liability, here are some tips for filling the gap on guest-caused damage. 1. Screening, screening, and more screening. There is a plethora of short-term rental screening companies that have emerged over the past decade, but property investors are in the business of getting more bookings, not overly screening guests and denying bookings. The reality is, you just never know which group will cause that significant damage. Number two, find a short-term rental damage protection company that provides coverage for both 
accidental damage, and intentional damage. Make sure to read the fine print here, too, as many providers have the same exclusion as a dwelling landlord policy and only provide accidental damage coverage. Number three, charge a significant security deposit, like $5,000, and take the renter to civil court if damage exceeds it. This is how it's handled and been handled with long-term rentals for over 100 years. Four, make sure 100% of your bookings are processed through Airbnb, which provides air cover for hosts on every booking. But this takes away the option to book directly, of course, which gets away from Airbnb's high fees. It's also kind of unclear how responsive Airbnb is to tenant guest cause damage. Seems like a bit of a roll of the dice to me. Number five, purchase a commercial insurance policy that provides a specific endorsement for no limit on damage caused by a tenant or guest. This is the single foolproof solution. But research shows there is only one provider of this in the U.S. And the policy comes at a premium. You can check out that link at biggerpockets.com. In summary, find an insurance agent you can trust and ask the tough insurance contract questions. Home sharing insurance endorsements or riders only apply to primary homes, not short-term rental investment properties. Dwelling and landlord insurance contracts suffice for short-term rental properties, but their low cost comes with big coverage gaps. Upgrade your insurance to a commercial insurance policy that provides coverage specific to a short-term rental investment property. That's today's show. We'll see you tomorrow. But in the meantime, keep listening to more educational real estate content with one of our top-rated audiobooks at biggerpockets.com audiobooks. Each audiobook is a masterclass. Whether you're a rental property investor, a short-term rental host, a flipper, an agent, or private lender, you'll find a captivating audiobook to propel you to success. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in 24 hours or less.